0: Hi, welcome to Project Healing, a podcast whose mission is to shed light on true self-care, healing our inner demons, and connecting the world in deeper and more meaningful ways. We all have a story to share, and we're very excited to be a part of helping everyone to share their own along the path of their healing journey. I'm your host, Catherine Galvin, psychic medium and intuitive healer, and with me, I have my co host. I'm Jenna Korzynski,
1: empathic, intuitive healer, and medium. I believe that we have to feel our pain in order to heal it, and that community is a
0: huge part of that process. Thank you for being on this journey with us.
1: Hello. Hey it's there, us. folks.
0: Hey there. are back.
1: Yeah, hey there,
0: folks. I don't, I don't know
1: what that was. I never I never know what's going to happen when we say hello. It's always a gamble.
0: <laughs> Me either. Isn't that why we recorded an intro so we wouldn't have to do this to each other?
1: Yeah, so now we just find different ways to say hello instead of different ways to intro the podcast itself. So I don't know. It's fine. It's it's all right. It's okay.
0: Some would um, say we should start over here, but we're going to keep going.
1: Oh, Oh, look at look at that! So that little segue from Miss Catherine—that's um, that, what we're talking about today. <laughs> today we are talking about, <laughs> with her devious laugh, we are talking about um, starting over. So obviously, in the past six months, we've all faced quite um, an interesting time. We shall say it has been dark for some. It has been light for some, and it's been a huge mixture of both for many of us. Um, But a common theme that I've been seeing is the fact that many people are having to start over in some capacity. Things are shifting, and we have to find new ways to adjust. So um, we thought it would be a great idea to kind of talk about that and talk about how it makes us feel, and how we push through when when we are forced to start over or sometimes when we choose to
0: start over. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I really am so glad there's no visual on this for people. (laughs) YouTube channel coming never. Right? (laughs) Okay. Unless
1: you request it, guys. Wink, wink.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> Let me work on this uh room background first. So, well, okay. So segue again on accident. Speaking of working on rooms, we are in the middle of, and speaking of starting over, um, uh, Mike and I, you know, the ever infamous Michael, always getting in trouble with me on the podcast. He and I are brewing up a, a wild move right now and... I think a lot of people don't realize that this is kind of normal for military families, but we're doing what's called um, Geo bachelor. So I'm going to move back home close to Jenna. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> Woo, New York. burf F this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we uh, just put an offer in on a house on the street I grew up on. So Mike will stay here in Norfolk, uh, Virginia Beach area and be attached to his ship as an officer. And I will be home with my family and my little boys and my mother five houses down the street. Starting over.
1: Yeah, it's a big move. And and this is one that, is being done by choice, right? Like, so you're starting fresh, but you you chose to do this, correct? You're not forced into doing this.
0: Right, not forced. Not forced, I am choosing this. When I say that, it really feels kind of heavy. Wow, I'm choosing this. (laughs) The responsibility (laughs) there. Yeah, no, we're choosing this because ultimately with uh, my husband being gone, he's going to be on what they call back-to-back sea tours, And that doesn't mean he'll be gone at sea back to back. And by back to back, I mean, he'll be on, uh, I believe it's three years on a sea tour and then another three years because when he got commissioned as an officer, he owes them extra time at sea. It's all like, it's all the fine print, right, in the military. But um, he'll be gone for, he'll be attached to a ship that will be able to leave for the next like three to six years, basically. So it'll just be easier For the boys and I to have consistency and have my family around five houses down than it will be for us to be down here pretty much flying solo.
1: Yes. Yeah, that family support is huge. And, I mean, every time you say your mom's five houses down, I just think girls' nights will be really easy to do because your mom's five houses down. (laughs) Sorry, Kelly. Yeah.
0: It will be. And can I tell you too, we're going to share this and she's going to be, I hope I don't get my stepdad in trouble, but we laughed so hard about this today. I called to talk to my mom and he answered the phone. I feel like I don't really care which one of them I talk to. I just need to talk to one of them, but he is so funny and he's a lot like I am very squirrely and easily distracted. And I was talking about how he was going to have to help me with a bunch of home projects because Mike won't be there. And He's a cabinet maker by trade. He makes beautiful stuff. So anyway, I told him we're just gonna have to drink um, bourbon or wine while we're working. That's just all there is to it. And he said, "He said, yeah." And if I get too drunk, I'll just walk right on home, right? And I said, "Forget walking." I was like, "We'll put you in the little red wagon and just wheelie on home." <laughs> So I I, I think that my my mom is very excited for this move, but I don't think she realizes what it's going to be like to have my stepdad and I back together again. It's going to (laughs) be a riot. (laughs) We have Uh fun. Does that
1: mean she's the odd woman out because you guys have a little too much fun? Is that what that means?
0: (laughs) We do. We do, though, yes. We are the ADHD souls who just enjoy being loud and crazy. So she is the quiet one she will have to I love adjust. That. Love you, Kelly. I love that, <laughs> But starting over, so back back to the point of it, it's kind of horrifying moving back to the town that you're from, especially when the town that you're from has like barely 2000 people in it.
1: Yeah, I I can't even wrap my head around that cause, because I have no experience with that. Every time you say it, it seems so strange to me because we won't be far from each other, but our lives will be different still yeah. like it's still so so much different so um and then moving back to the town that you grew up in and now you are a psychic medium and you were not doing that when you left so that's interesting as well oh yeah are you still in touch with anyone that lives there or have you kind of
0: yeah so bonds? Uh, one of my best friends of like literally forever her parents still live next door to my parents Oh, that's cool. And she's one of the few that I'm really close in touch with. And there's another that is, it's kind of like um, touch and go, but always never bad. Just like we're both busy. Um, I mean, not too many people though, when I really think about it, not too, too many that I would definitely see every time I go back, there's probably one or two friends I make a point to see, but. I'm really excited to be back and closer to so much of our community is in the Rochester area and I can't wait to host some events, right?
1: Yes, definitely. Yeah. I'm pumped on that, especially because, you know, well, we know the story. We were supposed to do that. It didn't happen because of COVID. And so now we get a chance to, uh, do some project he- healing touring. That's what we'll do. Right, we'll just, like it'll be like, like a New York tour.
0: Like most people, <laughs> right? Most people when they are supposed to uh, like host a workshop or something, I feel like it's just commonplace to be like, you know, that had to get canceled. But fuck it, let's start a podcast. That was the alternative.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, and it's fine. It all worked totally out. Fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what else do you like feel around this whole move? Um, when you were contemplating it in the beginning, I'm sure it had to be really scary to think about like the big the big shift. Like there's so much comfort in going home to your parents, right? Like there's comfort there, but then,
0: and then there's leave also gotta it. be a lot of Yeah. 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 So the biggest fears, number one, Mike and I have been through a lot in the last two years of our marriage. So just being far away from him, that's going to be really difficult, but he's not going to be home. He's probably going to be as home as much as he's gone at at some points in the year and other points he'll be gone for like seven months at a time. So I mean, that's a lot, especially with three small kids. Um, So the fear our relationship, how, how will that hold up? And truthfully, I think he and I do a lot better when we put some distance between each other every now and then. I mean, he was just gone for two weeks. And when he came back this weekend, it was like, we were best friends again <laughs> <laughs> just need to get the hell out of each other's faces. Yeah. Uh, so there's fear around that. There's that, that intense, like, you know who you were when you went to high school and when you graduated and, and when you're from especially a small town, people run into you. And I think because of social media, there's a little bit of of a of leeway with that, of some grace maybe. But you go home and they expect you to be that same person that you yeah. were when they knew you how long ago. And I think that's fair to say because my expectation is running into people who've never left there. I have to tell myself that was their choice to stay just as it was my choice to go. So I right. uh, fear of, of slipping back into being who I used to be, which was a really cranky small town girl looking to get the hell out of town. Um, someone who had failed at like three or four different colleges trying to go to school for journalism or psychology or X, Y, and Z. And now just going to a small town where you're in New York State and you you think it's like largely like a liberal or democratic or like – or whatever kind of area and it's very conservative and that's a difficult thing to slip back into as well because down here in virginia beach i have the edgar casey center for crying out loud the are which is all about psychic work and mediumship and energy work and then to go back up there that's a big shift
1: yeah is there is there even a metaphysical shop where you're from is that a thing where you're from your
0: town? Okay, so if you walk down Main Street, let me see if I—I'm going to remote view it so I can see it without having to yeah. go from memory. Right? <laughs> All right, let's try. You walk up my parents' street and you turn left. There is a a dog, like a wash your own do- wash your dog yourself kind of place. You know where you can, so you don't have to get your own bathtub dirty. I guess is that, that's what people do. Um, you wash your dog there. You cross that parking lot. There's the bank. Then there's like the drugstore where I had my first job, the post office. You go a little farther down, there's a car place and then a pizza place. There's a nail salon across the street and a restaurant I I can't even wrap my head around it. I can't even wrap my head around it. I call it Mayberry. It's so small and it's so sweet how small it is. Like you don't have to lock your front door. You don't have to, you know what I mean? Like there's no worry like that. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's, that's some energy that I'm going to have to work really hard on releasing myself because I was a very different person when I left that and everyone grows and everyone changes some more than others. And it's just—it's going to be really interesting going back there. Yeah, definitely. I'm going to have to listen to our episode on judgment. I'm I ready, know, like, right? Yeah. <laughs> revisit our infinite <laughs> wisdom a little bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm terrified.
1: Uh, but it's—it's it's good to hear you on this, though, because it's even when we have a choice in something. Um, there's still fear that can hold us back or fear that will cause us to take the pause, but you're still, you're pushing through it. You are not allowing that to stop you from making your next move. And if anything, you're kind of using it to propel you forward, which is pretty admirable. You are like, this is scary, but I know because it's scary, it's something that I need to do. Um, and you didn't say that here, but I've heard you say it. So <laughs> just putting you on the spot for that
0: one. You, yeah. And thank <laughs> and you. Thank you for that. It's, yeah, it is scary. And you know what? I've kind of left this one up to the universe. Like, so first of all, we found this house that was a little bit overpriced. And my sister was like, well, I don't think it's going to sell. It's overpriced. And my mom and my dad were like, well, you know, houses have been flying off the market. They're all going over asking, like, you're not going to get a house here for what the price is that it's listed for. It's going to be more than that. And I told Mike, I said, this house is not selling. This house is ours. This is our house. It's so perfect. It's all outdated, but it's all, it's still moving ready. And that's like the most important thing when you have really small kids, right? So we can, we can update, yeah. especially with my brothers in plumbing and my dad is a cabinet maker. Hello. All the expensive things are covered. She's got a guy. She's got I a guy. I got a guy <laughs> and they're, they're blood. So you got it. Like they have to pull through. So I remember saying, if this house is still on the market by the time I make up my mind, which is unheard of, <laughs> then we're going to do this. So my mom must have said a thousand times, stressing me out. And I know she's doing it from love, but she's like, if you're going to get that house, you're going to get that house. Like you have to do it. you got to move on it. We weren't going to do this until January because we were working on uh, Mike's credit score. Um, and then finally I was like, you know what? I feel like this is the time. I need to contact somebody. I need to get my parents in there. We literally, um, we made an offer for, um, they had dropped it 5,000. So they dropped it 5,000 and then we offered 10,000 lower. And I thought that was like the most terrifying thing in the world because no one's doing that right now, right? So our real estate agent was like, nah, he was basically what he said without saying, and he's like, fuck it, just do it, right? So- We offered it. My parents walked through it. I haven't set foot in this house. My parents did an in-person tour to go see what it looked like and everything. I said, you got to make sure it doesn't have any funky smell. That's like my biggest concern. No funky smell. (laughs) No mothballs. (laughs) So they went and looked through it. So not only am I moving back up there terrified to, to do this, but I've never even set foot in this house. And we put an offer on it. So we offered, and they came back at just about, I think it was 4000 higher, which is like pennies on the dollar when it's a 30-year mortgage, right? So they raised it to 4000 which ended up being still, I just mathed a lot, but it was... We basically got it for 11000 under asking. Wow. That's incredible. And we signed, when we signed the papers, I was told... By my agent, hey, you have to get this back in or they legally have to allow these people to see it tomorrow. And then we're going to get into a bidding war. But if you sign this right now, it's yours. I was like, oh, done.
1: Yeah. So it all kind of fell into place. It lined up so perfectly. Yeah, definitely. You know, and I think that that only happens when we, like, kick the fear out of the way, right? Even as hard as it is. If you would have yeah. let that fear consume you, do you feel like it would have lined up the same?
0: No, and I've been talking about doing this for years. Mm-hmm. Years. I think it's not even so much kicking the fear because I think a lot of people are going to say, like, well, how do you just abandon your fear? You can't just abandon it. No. I think yeah. I think it's – no, no, But like, I know what you're saying. I just want to make sure other people do. It's, it's more I- like when you have to – like, when you get a shot, if you take a deep breath and you breathe mm. through the pinprick, it, you don't really feel it, you know? Or, like, when you're having blood drawn. What is it with me and needles today? I'm so sorry. But it, it's, like, something, that, something
1: <laughs> Or when that you're people... getting a tattoo, you know? It's, like... <laughs> yeah.
0: Right. Exactly. There's no needles there. You just breathe through it. Um, I would know nothing about that. <laughs> <laughs> if no one has seen me, check out my Facebook. I'm definitely covered. But... I... You just have to take that deep breath and breathe through it and know that it's temporary. And I think what is we record on Sunday night, Saturday morning, I called my mom hiding in the bathroom, talking to her so my couldn't hear me in tears. Practically, I'm like, can I really do this? Is this really happening? We're supposed to replace all the floors downstairs and we're going to repaint the entire downstairs. And then we have to redo the floors upstairs. And then we have to sell this house in order to have this work out so that we have the money to go here for this to work there. And then what are we going to hire movers? That I just started snowballing. And yeah. she said, It's only going to be hard for a little bit. And then you're going to be up here in a couple of months. It's going to be a memory. It, Ooh, Kelly.
1: hit with the zinger Kelly hit with the She's zinger right, yeah that's a Crazy. good one though that's a great perspective to have as well and that's another thing that ties into all of this is shifting our perspective we have to shift our perspective um from fear to faith as well like that's that's huge um you know and there are also times where we are catapulted into um new situations where we feel like we don't have a choice, you know, in this situation, yeah. you kind of had, um, control as much as you possibly could. Um, but I can think of a time where I had zero control over starting over and whoo, it was scary. And just like your mom said, it's now a distant memory. But in the moment I remember feeling super overwhelmed. I was 20, I was engaged Um, living in an apartment with my then fiance, working only part-time. And I came home from work one day to find out that um, he was being unfaithful to me. So that was fun. That was a nice surprise to get after a day of work. Um, And in that moment, I had to decide, how was I going to proceed? Was I going to allow this to take down my energy and, and... you know live with it or was i going to move on and because of the patterns that we had seen in our relationship i chose to move on from that it was rough to kind of get that slap in the face of well this is not what i thought was going to happen um but over 48 hours i packed up everything in my apartment i moved back in with my mom and started looking for new places to live and i remember yeah. my mom saying to me you don't have to move out. You can stay here with me. And I was like, no, I I know that this all happened because I was supposed to be on my own. I need to be on my own. And I just had this overwhelming feeling that it all happened because I was meant to have this like space of my own and to figure things out and to stop being a serial dater. <laughs> I was a serial oh, dater. Guilty. I went from relationship. Yeah. <laughs> to relationship to relationship. And, um, I would just like to put a disclaimer out there. When I got engaged to this guy, it was not right, and I knew it was not right. And I went against my my instinct and my intuition, and I still went through with this. So, in a way, this whole situation was a blessing. To those guys, you didn't through but
0: were, I, You didn't go through with it. Well, I you mean, stayed engaged.
1: Right? Uh, yeah. Exactly. Take it from this homegirl.
0: <laughs> I went through with it. You were engaged. Yeah, that's
1: true. <laughs> yes, I was just engaged, but, um, you know. <sighs> I just remember feeling so lost and being like, why is, you know, looking at it, like, why is this happening to me? You know, we all have those moments in life where we're trying to sort through our garbage and feel like the universe is attacking us. Um, but in hindsight, it, it was really one of the most beautiful things that ever happened to me. But I remember the fear that I felt of what is my next move? How will I get through this? How will I heal from this emotionally? How will I be able to provide for myself? Um, and not, you know, not having somebody else's income, how will I be able yeah. to, um, stand on my own two feet and kind of, you know, give the middle finger to, um, the world, <laughs> if you will. That was my mission. And I just didn't know how I was, how I was going to get there. Um, but I did it and I wouldn't have been able to do it if it weren't for reaching out to my support system. You know, that was a, a huge part of my shift um, and just having faith that things were going to be okay. Um, I think that sometimes when we have to start fresh, it's really easy to let all of the what ifs take over. Yeah. And I think that's what stops people in their tracks, right?
0: 100%. How could it not? I mean, yeah. With this situation, like, for me, it's what if the boys grow up without their extended family, without their grandparents? I literally, I'm looking at a picture of myself with my grandmother right now. That's mm-hmm. what sits on my desk in front of me. That relationship was invaluable. I love that picture of us. It, it speaks to so much. She was a, an, an integral part of my whole mediumship journey, honestly. And I, am I robbing my kids of that? By not having them grow up near my parents and my sister and my niece and my brother and 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 all of that and or, or am I robbing them of the experience of growing up with their dad nearby? Either way, they're sacrificing something. So that what if has been intense. But what do yeah. you what do you do? You can't play what ifs, you just have to go with your gut. And I gotta I have got to give kudos to that Michael this time. Because every time I start to backtrack and say, we can still get out of this. We don't have to do this. He's like, no, you're going. Ah,
1: that is See, and that's that support system. You know, we have to find that from somewhere. And it's great that you guys have that in one another to kind of lift the other one when somebody's going, no, 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 no. Which happens to be you in this situation.
0: (laughs) Yeah. What is it? You never. What is that? Um quote about couples you never have to be oh i'm gonna fuck it up but basically that yeah, like i don't know one person doesn't have to be you don't both have to be perfect all the time it's like one person has to be strong when the other is weak kind of thing
1: yeah Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> that was rough that
1: was that was beautiful that was beautiful
0: <laughs> they're gonna like someone's gonna embroider that on something
1: Yeah, definitely. I think we should make you like a visor.
0: (laughs) It'll be like 0.5 point font just to reach to to fit all the blah, blah, blah in there. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, Talk about starting over with that relationship when you walked out of it, too, though. So it was the right choice to make. But you still had to grieve that relationship, too.
1: Definitely. And I was forced into it. You know, I went to work that day thinking that everything was fine, you know, on a superficial front. Um, (laughs) But I got out of work to a completely different, you know, situation. Like, I I returned home to a completely different situation. And it it literally was like I blinked my eyes and everything was different. Um, So that was... Yeah, pretty intense. And going through that process um, was difficult. But I will say um, that time spent alone when I did get my own apartment, and I had time to kind of find myself and spend an abnormal amount of time with my girlfriends as well. um, That was a huge part of my growth, my personal growth. And I don't think that I would be as happy in the relationship that I am in now, if it weren't for that, because my next relationship was my husband. So. Oh, Ricky.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: oh, yeah. That poor
0: guy. Yeah. I bet he wants you to yeah. talk about him way more than you do on this. I
1: could say anything I want about him because I don't know that he will ever ever listen to these episodes he hears me talk enough i think i think he's good on that and i'm okay with it
0: (laughs) oh my god you're such a better wife than i am i'm like why didn't you listen i said intelligent things yikes I gotta tell you, uh, I think the whole getting or being married to a psychic thing is starting to get old. I mean, I told him that his military school was going to be delayed. I was like, I don't think you're in that class. I think you're, you're like, bumped back or something. Are you sure you're starting? Calls me the next day. I hate when you do this. And it's like, you're bumped, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> yes, he was. And Whoops. Yep, yeah, with the floors. <laughs> He's like, I should have listened to you. We were replacing flooring today. He's like, I should have listened to you and did it the other way. I'm like, yeah. I know, I know. Why, (laughs) why is this still a thing? Are you not listening? Yeah. Just listen to me. I don't know. I know it all. I don't know know it all. (laughs) Okay. I know know everything. (laughs) What do you think the hardest part of starting over from that relationship was though? Do you think it's Uh, rebuilding like uh, a trust within yourself?
1: yeah, definitely trust from the inside out. It wasn't even about trusting other people, even though I was lied to and manipulated. It was about building the trust from inside out. like it it really it really was because, um I had to find the faith and the the feeling within me that I really could. I could start over. I feared that I wouldn't be able to start over. I thought that I was just going to be stuck and like live in my mom's basement forever. (laughs) Um, But at the same time, I was so determined to make those moves that um, I really had, you know, I almost forced myself up against a wall. It was tough, but um, if I didn't trust myself, I wouldn't have been able to move forward. So I I had to find that. I had to find that. Um, and, And also know that, I usually have good judgment. And if I would have listened to myself at the beginning, I wouldn't have ended up in that situation. Same. So, (laughs) so that's why I say trusting myself over trusting others, because if I would have trusted my instincts from the beginning with that relationship, I wouldn't have landed there. So, you know, it was a lesson for myself to myself. If that makes sense.
0: My God, it's (laughs) the freaking worst. (laughs) when you when you when you realize that you should have just listened to yourself that was how it was with my ex too i remember even seeing like he wasn't in my cards at us like a greeting that i went to he wasn't in the cards and i was like no no it's time it's great we're gonna be so in love forever
1: yeah yeah no my ex proposed to me and i didn't tell anyone like we were engaged and i didn't tell anyone like hello jenna You're not telling anyone. You're not excited about this. This is not a positive moment in your life.
0: So (laughs) 100% (laughs) I feel that I did the same thing when I was engaged just after high school. I didn't tell anybody either. I was afraid I was going to get yelled at by my mom. That's clearly an indication that you're ready to get married, isn't it?
1: Right, right, yep, i right there with you, right there with you.
0: My mom's going to yell at me. <laughs> 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 That's so funny. Oh, my gosh. So, you know what, though? Whatever it is that you're afraid about with starting over, if it's a choice you have to make, you have to ask yourself if you're going to be comfortable staying exactly where you are for the rest of your life, too. Oh, Yeah. I mean, is that something you want to do or do you want to switch it up and change it?
1: Absolutely. Are you happy in your current situation? Are you feeling fulfilled in your current situation? Or are you feeling like your feet are dragging and you're going everywhere kicking and screaming? Eh, that may be an indication that change is due.
0: Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Oh, my gosh. Jenna, should we pull, should we pull a card? From our combo sure. deck. Do it. You want me to pull, or you want to pull? Um, I'm gonna pull because your cards got weird last time. It was at the practice deck.
1: <laughs> no, that was the practice deck. That, got <laughs> weird. that one deck. I don't know. That one deck is so. You guys, strange. we tried to pull a card,
0: um, to have like a conversation starter, and it was like, "Go get that haircut you've been wanting." Really yeah, have. like.
1: Here, here's the one for today. Complete 10 pull-ups. Okay. That's <laughs> Like <laughs> what? I don't These these are not what Ooh, I Oh, this one were. fell out. <laughs> Ooh, what is
0: it? It says, "What do I really love in life? How can I have more of this?" Ooh, I'm going I just going cake, laughter. but let's let's be cake. Okay. Yeah, what did you say? <laughs>
1: laughter laughter <laughs> is what i love about life and how can i get more of it surround myself with positive people that also enjoy laughing
0: and having a good time even when things are crappy just saying she says as she swigs down that wine i'm just kidding it's water
1: <laughs> it's water <laughs> i only laugh cuz i'm drunk all the time just kidding i'm not <laughs>
0: Look, another thing people would only expect Catherine to say. No. <laughs> All right. What do I love in life and how can I have more of it? I feel like you stole my answer. I'm with you, man. I, did not. I did not steal your answer. <laughs> Are you getting mad because you were in my head last time? Oh, my God. Literally, everything I went to say, you just blurted out of your big, stupid mouth before I could talk. It is big, isn't it? (laughs) So is mine. You're fine. (laughs) Oh, my God. Let's talk about starting over. I don't think that my mom realizes how loud I really am. And I'm sure while she's listening to this, she's going, yes, I do. (laughs) Every single holiday that's been so quiet without me home. Good luck, lady. I know. I was
1: going to say, does Kelly realize that she's also starting over? Because now she's stuck with you again.
0: (laughs) (laughs) She's such a little shit talker lately. She um, She told Mike in our little group chat, he sent a picture of the boys to my mom and I. I was still in bed. I think that was his way of saying get up. But it didn't wake me up because my phone's always on silent. So anyway, sent this picture and he says he's <laughs> exhausted or something. And my mom was like, oh, I bet you are trying to keep up with the boys. And then I'm sure hanging out with Kath on top of it. I'm like. Hm. Oh, hit with the zing. <laughs> Thanks, mom. <laughs> I'm running circles around this old man oh. this weekend. <clears throat> Just saying. <laughs> Can I tell you, I was so domesticated today too. We were Jen and I were talking before the show, catching up for the week like we always do. So, in our um, prep work for getting our house ready to sell, we had to replace flooring in two of the rooms, and we had to paint like all the rooms downstairs because, you know, they were like most of it was nice muted colors, but it all had patchwork done on it. So all that like like uh like what is the word I'm looking for? Spackling and all that crap had to be like repainted over and whatever. So we just bought like a five-gallon tub of paint. I was like, let's just paint the whole thing. Well, we painted four rooms, laid new flooring. All of this with two boys at ages four and three, and then a nine-week-old baby. And we had this all done in two days. And I don't even know how we did it, okay? Yeah, that's incredible. And then incredible. at the end of the day today, I made fucking homemade chicken noodle soup for dinner. I was like... Who is oh, giving snap. me like, like someone slipped me like crack or something? I don't even know.
1: <laughs> I don't. I think that's what people on crack do, Catherine. I don't. Know. It's not. <laughs> they don't make soup in paint houses. No. I'm. I'm pretty sure that's not. That's not how that goes. But.
0: <laughs> I was gonna say, I think I'm doing pretty well, but now as I sit with the scarf over the top of my head, talking about being on crack, I think I'm gonna call it.
1: yeah I think I think that's where where we end it but our message here generally is work through your fears whether you are catapulted into a situation of change or you are choosing change for yourself make sure that you choose your faith in the universe and whatever it is that you believe in and opportunity instead of letting that fear hold you back and and make you feel stuck and yuck Don't feel stuck in yuck. Nobody wants that. And don't do crack. And don't do crack, okay?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Is that what you just said? (laughs) Yes. Yes. Oh my God. And of course we have to thank our patrons. So, dear patrons, thank you for pledging. That is Katie Nicholson, Chelsea Irish, Janet Adams, Katie Duvetter, Rue. Jessica Randall, Manuela. Um, her last name is cut off, and I'm not that intelligent, so let's see. I'm so sorry, I Manuela.
1: Car- I believe it's Cardenas. Cardenas,
0: yep, Manuela Cardenas, and then Catherine Kendall. Thank you all for your pledges and for helping us make it possible to do what we do. Don't do crack. Alright. Catch y'all next time on Project Healing. Jenna can't even hold back anymore.
1: I can't. Goodbye.